We shall. All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to podcast number one of uh, Kate and Isaiah Living Large. I'm Isaiah. And I'm Kate. And uh, yeah, we're super excited. This is our first one. I can't believe it's taken this long for us to actually get this going. Yeah, it's it's taken it. Well, that just means a lot of proper planning went into it. <laughs> sure. Proper planning. That is us. Those <laughs> of you who know us, proper planning is definitely what we do. <laughs> yeah, totally sums us up in a nutshell. <laughs> awesome. Uh, yeah, so I'm super excited. So let's get into it, I guess. Let's talk about the reason why we're doing this. Why Why, why we started this? Well, I'll uh, maybe I'll start with myself yeah. because I know how to talk about her. <laughs> um, I know how to talk about other people too. Ask anyone. I'm just joking. Um, I started this. I have been on kind of a lifelong journey with my weight Uh Ever since I was a kid, I was always really a tall kid. So that meant I was also sized appropriately to go with being tall. Uh, I ended up leveling out when I was in grade five at about five, seven, which was tall for grade five and pretty average for right now. Um, so I'll flash forward to this Christmas. I'd had previous ups and downs with weight and fitness and all of those things, but it hit kind of a critical mass, so to speak, uh, at the, you know, Christmas time and to the point where my mom had a conversation with me about maybe getting on a list for bariatric surgery. I wasn't really happy to hear that conversation, wasn't overly receptive to it. And I said, why on Christmas Eve? But ultimately, it was probably the best thing I could have heard, because at the time I couldn't walk for a block without my back literally feeling like it was going to seize up. And that was problematic since I wasn't I'm not even 40 yet. And so, you know, after thinking and pondering for a couple of days, trying to figure out what my next steps were, I decided that I was going to set a goal to lose 40 pounds before I turned 40. And I turned 40 in March, which maybe when you hear this podcast, who knows, we'll see how this all goes. Um, so I kind of started my fitness journey then and then I was talking to Isaiah about it. I'll let him fill in that gap. But in the interim, I had started a fitness regimen and a food regimen and that's where I'm at today. So Isaiah, what about you? What brings you to here to this point? <laughs> well, first and foremost, I've wanted to do a podcast with you for a very long time. And we'll get into that, we, how we met and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, kind of along the same vein, uh, I, you know, was used to be in high school, like the gym guy The I went, played sports, lots of football, lots of rugby, kind of in shape, still kind of big, but in shape. And then, you know, life <laughs> uh, and, you know, continually eating the same junk that I ate when I was in high school, which doesn't work out as you get older. And then I do my beer reviews, which catch up to you. <laughs> and so that that's kind of I, I started going to the gym and I felt like it was a good opportunity for us to talk and tell our story and let people know what's going on in our lives, and kind of a nice little check-in for us uh, to kind of be like, hey, where are you at today? Yeah, and so far so good. And Isaiah, I'll tell you, I don't think I've told you this, but I my original goal of 40 pounds of 440, I hit about two weeks ago. Oh, that's super exciting. I haven't seen you in two, like a long time now. Yeah, it's yeah. super exciting. Yeah, so when we initially had spoken about this, it was New Year's Eve. I think you originally brought it up on New Year's Eve, right? Yeah, I think it was, yeah. I, neither of us were sober, <laughs> I can assure you. And that was evidenced when uh, Isaiah's sweet wife drove 
well, he dro- she drove him home, of course, but she also delivered me in the process and it was pouring rain. And I managed to like wedge myself out of their car and lose a shoe. And I was hopping around my street trying to find my shoe. Anyway, it all sorted itself out. But this pa- this podcast idea was born. Yeah, no, it's, I'm so excited. And, you know, we, we're, we've been planning it for a very long time. And then I went away and what else? There was Storm and I traveled <laughs> and I traveled more. Um, so, yeah, super excited that we finally got a chance to get into this and kind of start this off. And I hope that uh, people enjoy us being witty together. Yeah. Well, how has your fitness journey been going? Because like you said, you have been on quite a bit of work travel. And um, how did you keep up with fitness during that time? I was a terrible, terrible boy. Um, <laughs> I ate delicious foods from all over the place. Uh, but I did not necessarily keep up with my journey of being fit. Uh, however, I did walk a whole bunch. So hopefully that kind of balances out. I have not weighed myself since I started traveling like a month ago. So I'm kind of terrified. Monday I go start back to the gym on my journey. So we'll see what I weigh in on Monday. Yeah, it's, a, it's sometimes a scary thing, but life really is about balance. And and what I know about what I know about myself is that I can really hunker down for a couple of months and set a goal. And I'm actually in kind of a precarious situation right now, where I'm like, I feel so good, and I'm going to the gym, and my back doesn't hurt anymore. So maybe I should go for a drink. <laughs> oh, maybe I should have some food. Mm, delicious. Let's go out to eat. And so I'm in that mode right now where I'm in pure fun mode, which is not the best for a journey, which is a great time to start this podcast. That's though. true. Yes. Uh, maybe a little bit of keeping us honest a little bit more. Yeah. yeah. No, definitely. When you hit that goal, right? It's like, oh, I hit my goal. I can kind of back off. But that's when... You slide back, right? But I can't because truthfully, if I'm being honest, I probably have another 150 pounds to go (laughs) if I'm being honest about what you see here in front of you. So, no, it's super exciting that you hit that that your goal. So uh, do you have another goal in mind coming forward or uh, right now you're just kind of thinking about what you're going to do? Well, right now I'm kind of in coast mode until my birthday um, cause I, it's the big four. Oh, um, it, yeah, it's going to be a great time. Have a little party at, well, we can get into how we met, but at the <laughs> bar in which Isaiah and I met, um, and yeah, it'll be a fun time. That'll be great. And I think from a weight loss perspective, because I have lost so much weight so quickly and, it's probably good to level out a bit and kind of force a plateau. So then the next deep dive post birthday, uh, we'll have a bit of a running start. Not that I'm trying to gain weight. I'm trying to like stay where I'm at or lose a little bit more, but not at the rate I have been losing. Yeah. Yeah. And then that rate is kind of unsustainable to begin with as far as staying healthy. Right. It's just so, but no, it's yeah, definitely when, when we hit your 40th birthday, then we can revisit, see where we're at. I know my goal for myself is I am currently, well, last weigh in I was at 310 and my goal is uh, not too extreme I want to hit 250 by the end of the year so it's a, it's still a work in progress but it's not like an extreme goal to hit which is always great if you kind of measure yourself and kind of work your way through it right 
So for me, I, uh, I started, I actually, to be truth be known, I don't know what my starting weight was because the scale I weighed myself on maxed out. Cause like I said, it really was at a critical point and the weight that the scale would have maxed out on was 440. So I would wager a guess that I was at least 445, which, you know, when I think of that weight, I think of like being airlifted out of my house with a crane kind of situation. So really scary stuff. And my last two weigh-in days happened to be storm days. So like I say, I also haven't weighed in the last couple of weeks. Uh, But my last weigh-in, I was down to 402.8 or something, which is just incredible. But it's still over 400 pounds, which is just wild. Yeah, but you got to give yourself credit, though, too, right? That four, like coming down to that four, that's amazing. Yeah. Especially in the time frame. Was it two months? Yeah, just yeah, just shy two months. That's that's crazy. It is crazy, and it certainly wasn't the intent to lose that rapidly. Because I, there are people. I well, I'll mention I do, <laughs> I do have a TikTok page. Follow me on TikTok. <laughs> it's at Fat Caitlin, which is F A T K A T E L I N, where I've kind of kept myself accountable to a growing number of fans. Thanks. 20 of you. No, I'm just joking. It (laughs) it is growing steadily enough without, you know, putting much effort into it, but it is kind of a fun thing to do post-workout and post-weight loss. But a couple of people asking some wild questions as keyboard warriors sometimes do. Like, well, one, I have a bit of an eyebrow thing where I just overplucked in the nineties, like, like as one did. And, uh, somebody was like, do you have thyroid issues? Cause your eyebrows there gone missing. It's actually, which has actually prompted me to start to see an esthetician about, uh, tinting them just because I was like, Oh, I already picked myself apart about other things. I guess now I have to worry about this too. <laughs> Those keyboard medics, right? Yeah. yeah. Everyone's a doctor online. Yeah. I, yeah, I found that that's kind of a, a thing that happens and the more and more people that get you get on there, definitely. <laughs> oh yeah, but I mean, engagement is engagement. So oh, yeah. cool. Yeah. Keep them coming. Keep it coming. One hundred percent. Doctor keyboard. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. No. And I'm doing my reviews too, so that that kind of keeps me on TikTok too. But yeah. No, yeah. I've been really enjoying your TikToks while I've been away and traveling the world. Yeah. Your your TikTok. You should mention it because it's a great page to follow. Is that Maritime Brew? Yeah, I do. So I do. Uh, so like I said before, I do the beer reviews. So it's yeah, it's at Maritime Brews, uh, and I do beer reviews mostly of Atlantic Canada beers. But I've kind of dipped into the U.S. as I've traveled to kind of add variety. But yeah, mostly maritime, mostly maritime Atlantic Canada stuff. Nice. Now, I think it's a good time to move on to how we met. Do you do you remember when we first oh met? Goodness. So I, I think the first. So so we met in uh, at our favorite bar, Big Tide. Big Shout Tide. Big Tide. Big Tide Brewing. <laughs> um, and I think the first time we met had to be when me and Nigel were there, and you were telling Nigel that you knew his name, but he didn't know your name, and that was very upsetting. <laughs> and he, you would not tell him your name. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Well, in fairness to me, I wasn't just being a jerk. It yeah. was probably the, <laughs> <laughs> hey, it was the sixth time I met Nigel. And the first couple were months and months apart. We, His best friend, Nigel, 
this show has now become about Nigel Wiles, it's which he Nigel loves. Nigel Wiles show. The Nigel <laughs> is sitting here listening to this. There's a hundred percent chance he is going to be a guest chair at some point. <laughs> yeah, just to tell us how great we are. <laughs> just kidding. He'll tell us how great he is. Um, <laughs> um, he had. I had met him a half a dozen times, and by the time I met him the sixth time, where we had had, and not just met him, we had had very interesting conversations about life in Woodstock, New Brunswick, where we'd both lived, but we didn't cross cross paths, but we have a bunch of mutual friends here and St. John, where we have a bunch of mutual friends. We went to the same university where we have a bunch of mutual friends. We've had like really in-depth conversations and we, you know, it had been like meaningful conversations to at least one of us. And so, yeah, I wasn't going to reveal my name the sixth time. (laughs) Yes, I do remember that. That was uh, during one of our, our, yeah but then i think the time that i really remember meeting you is uh our again our favorite bar big time brewing had given us each had given me two tickets to see rufus wainwright at the imperial theater and also given nigel and isaiah tickets to see rufus wainwright at the imperial theater sit in the cool box section yeah yeah that was fun and it was a great show really mellow um I can say that Isaiah and Nigel were not the soberest of bunch. Not even close. First off, we didn't know who we were going to. We just kept saying, "Who's going to see Baker Mayfield, who <laughs> is a quarterback in the well was a quarterback in the NFL?" Um, and so we were just joking about seeing Baker Mayfield the whole time, and we definitely were not the soberest people. And I almost fell asleep to the rhythmic drumming of the guitar that I was just staring at. <laughs> yeah, because you're so close. Well, and you're and like in that venue, in that spot, you're just so close to the stage that Rufus Wainwright, who is a brilliant musician, and he does like an incredible cover of Leonard Cohen's Hallelujah. That was in Shrek, if I'm not mistaken. It was Rufus Wainwright's version in Shrek, if we're bringing it all. I could be wrong. Correct me, keyboard warriors, if I'm wrong about this. Comment. <laughs> Comment below. No. <laughs> um... And so Rufus Wainwright is looking at Isaiah falling asleep and I'm sitting there like, who is this guy? (laughs) (laughs) Why why am I here? I am not with them. But then a lifelong friendship was born. That's true. Yeah. (laughs) Me me and Nigel pieced out like halfway through. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that was fun. That was a good night. Yeah. And then we, then we just started talking every time we were at Big Tide because we spent a lot of time there it is like a second home yeah to both of us yeah yeah no it's a it's a good time um which you know and i will say too having on being on this weight loss journey one of the things i do at big tide is i host trivia there and uh for the first month and a half of this i just cut out booze entirely because it was just one of those things that calorically just a responsible thing to cut in the short term for me and also it helps with the decision making of like, am I really hungry after nine o'clock or I'm only <laughs> awake because I've been had four beer, six beer, 10 beer, whatever, whatever. it may be. <laughs> and then I need, obviously need matzo sticks. So, really? um, but I will say the menu has been quite accommodating to me. Like the menu that exists, get garden salad, chicken. It's delicious. Yeah, no, I do like their garden salad, chicken. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a big club sandwich fan. Yeah. So many carbs. <laughs> just uh, remove one slice of bread. You'd save so many. Then it's not a club. <laughs> <laughs> then it's just a sandwich. Fair Come enough. Honestly, they don't cut it into four, which I, I think is only half a club. It should be 
cut into four with the toothpicks because that's what really makes the club sandwich. Yeah, I tend to agree. Do you ever add things to your club? No, do you? Yeah, I add pickles and cheddar. I don't like pickles. Cheddar, though. You don't like pickles? Yeah, I don't They're like pickles. They're delicious. Some folks, don't. Pickles <laughs> are not good. So, <laughs> children that are watching this, the children, <laughs> the kids, <laughs> the kids, pickles, don't worry about it. D- leave the pickles alone. <laughs> there are so many things that could go with that one. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, no. And then we, we had talked about doing a podcast for a long time. We, we kept kind of bringing it up doing a like what's going on kind of podcast so yeah yeah Yeah. no we had and because you know we talk about current events i i'm a former journalist and isaiah is an all-around good guy interested in lots (laughs) of different things and really smart and fun to talk to that we would have these great conversations be like we should make this a podcast and then we'd still say it when we were sober so that was uh true so now now we have a podcast you know yeah no i'm very excited we're doing this i need to say that again (laughs) yeah me too i really am looking forward to how it progresses and checking in and stuff and but also uh to make it to talk about things that are not just like oh today i ate chicken and that was good for me yeah but also you know talk about what it is like getting through the world as a large person and also what's happening in the world (laughs) What's up the dock? Yeah. <laughs> no, no. And yeah, no. So I definitely want to, that's definitely another part of this. This is we're going to talk about like what is going on in the world and, and how we exist in this world, which is going to be fun. And the fact that you don't need to like go to extreme lengths to lose weight. It's about you yeah. know, just understanding what you're eating more than anything. You can eat whatever you want. Just understand what you're eating. Right. Yeah, a lot of it's about portion control, but not just portion control, uh, making sure you're filling your body with the right fuel to sustain your life. So for me, while I'm working out and stuff, and I don't work out super heavily, I go to Afterburn uh, Fitness uh, three times a week for their group class. takes about an hour, three times a week. Shout out to Afterburn. Shout out to Afterburn and a huge shout out to my original coach, Vicky, at uh, Port City Fitness, which is sadly no more but she really was a giant inspiration to me uh pre-pandemic i had gone through another weight loss i'd lost over 60 pounds and had been really consistent for over three years and then pandemic hit and i still was really consistent and still did what i was supposed to do at home and then i sprained my knee and then things <laughs> went off the rails yeah that that kind of puts a little damper in it yeah, but no, the gym stuff is great. So for me, protein is really important and limiting those carbs, but not in an extreme way. Like, I'm not a person who's going to, I hate counting calories. I hate writing down what I eat. And I know that that's a thing that causes a lot of success for people, but it's just not for me. I'm too busy. <laughs> yeah, I counting calories. I, I do the counting calories, kind of. Uh, I have an app that I kind of put in, here's what I ate today. And it kind of gives me, and then it, fits with my fitness app app so it tells me like here's how many calories you burn and here's how many you get to eat yeah and um, i've done that i've used my fitness pal for that and like you know and i have tracked and every so often i'll check in for a, a couple days just to make sure that you know my standard eating practices are aligning with where i am going but as a general rule it's not something i want to do every day i just i want to eat yeah. move <laughs> live 
end story. And it sounds like one of those uh, posts. <laughs> yeah, like live, laugh, love. Eat, live, move. <laughs> eat, live, move. Perfect. I like it. eat, live, move. That that should be our tagline. Eat, live, move. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so besides your fitness journey, what have you been up to in your life? I know we haven't talked in a long time since I've been traveling. Well, a couple things. I uh, I play trombone in four different bands, so I've been doing a lot of that. And what's really exciting, I've got I'm playing trombone in a Tom Waits tribute. Uh, in Fredericton in April with some friends from Woodstock where I lived for a few years when I was in my 20s. And I'm super pumped about that. We had a rehearsal for it last weekend and it's going to sound great. We're doing three songs and I'm super pumped about the whole event and the fact that I got asked to play trombone and something cool always makes me happy. <laughs> and, Shout uh, out to all you band nerds. <laughs> it friends. can get better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's always good. And oh, I had a great conversation with my friend Amy in Woodstock, who's a brilliant musician. She's a piano player, singer, songwriter. She's just incredible. Um, and I was talking about how I feel like my trombone playing is better now than it's ever been. And she's like, yeah, that's the great thing about music, as opposed to sports and other things, is that you can only get better as time goes on. As you age and mature, you're just playing. Can as you keep continue to practice, you can get better. Unlike being, you know, derailed by a knee injury if you're a pro football player. Not that I'm comparing my trombone playing to an NFL football <laughs> player because I'm not that good. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's true. Yeah, I mean, playing an instrument. Yeah, it literally, it's a lifelong thing that you don't really have to worry about most injuries unless you're doing like some crazy, like I don't know. Stand up drum thing or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about you? What's your life been like? <laughs> Crazy busy. I've been traveling, like we talked about earlier, um, before we started really recording. Uh, I went to New York. That was fun. I went for work, but I uh, was basically running a six a.m. to one a.m. do whatever I could in New York, which was super fun. Uh, and then I was home for like a short, like five days. And then I flew off to Utah, which, beautiful. If you ever get a chance to go to be Utah, beautiful. Kind of a more boring place than New York City. Uh, I really like the atmosphere in New York City. but Did you uh, find any other wives while you were in Utah? Or um, was that in no, poor taste? No, I, I don't think uh, I got uh, any other wives. I mean, I was told I wasn't allowed to yeah, by well, my wife. That's um, fair. And then also my aunt told me that apparently legally in Canada, you can only have one wife. So Well, it's also, that's the rule also in the U.S. Is, is it everywhere in the U.S.? I thought Utah, there was like Pockets weird, of uh, there was, states, lawlessness. States have some weird, shout out to the community. Tell me, tell me the community. Listen, tell me if I'm allowed in Utah to have a wife, but nowhere else. I just need to I mean, know. you already have one wife. You're talking about additional wives. I can't deal with an additional wife. Yeah, your, your wife is already pretty amazing. <laughs> I cannot, but yeah, no, New York was super fun. Uh, I got, I jumped on the Staten Island ferry, which was super oh, yeah, cool. I did that when I was so in I New York see, too. It was like statue. night. So you could see the Statue oh, of Liberty cool. and the New York skyline at night. That's that amazing. was super cool. Um, I went out to the Bronx cool. uh, on the train and took the subway for the first time in my entire life to, well, down to Staten Island ferry. Yeah. Touch the bull. <laughs> I did that too when I was there. Nice, yeah. nice. Right. On the balls. Yes. Oh, well, yes. That's how you get money. Right? <laughs> yeah. It hasn't worked for me yet. Well, I mean, it, you're still alive. You have time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah. 
but yeah, I did that. New York was super fun. Then Utah, uh, I did Salt Lake. Well, I was in uh, a town called Orem, Orem Provo. Um, and then I was in, I spent the day in Salt Lake City, day slash most of night in Salt Lake City. Cool. Um, definitely public transit in Utah, down with that. Like they have this cool train that drive, went from Salt Lake City all the way down to Orem. And then in Orem, they have this cool, this cool bus, they call it the UVX. It's like the university bus. And it goes from one train station in Orem all the way through like the center of Orem through the center of Provo, which is like the second town down, to the station in Provo. Cool. And it's free. Oh, that's wicked. Hell yeah. Shout outs to the shout outs to the UVX. That that was amazing. I was like, hell yeah, jump on, go. It was great. Especially for someone like me who's not from around there. And I'm really just trying to stay in the central space anyway. Um, there were definitely paid buses that kind of splintered off, spired off from that. But yeah, it was that's really amazing. Cool. Yeah. That's awesome. That was super fun. But not as fun as New York. No, New York is such a such a special city. I was just telling you before we started recording that I went there myself, by myself in fall 2019, and I best trip I've ever done, hands down. I'd driven to Portland, Maine, and then take it. I took the Amtrak, but so the first leg of the trip was via bus from Portland to Boston, and then from Boston to New York on the mm. train, and. Walking off the train into Grand Central Station oh, yeah. when my only previous experience with New York was television and movies, I was like, this is the best place on earth. Nothing bad can ever happen to me here. <laughs> yeah, Grand Central Station is pretty beautiful. I did. Unfortunately, I didn't do the walk up from the train. I came in to Grand Central Station because I made a bunch of people that were with me like walk a billion miles. Um, <laughs> and then we walked into Grand Central Station, which was really cool. But yeah, no, that, that was really cool too. It was it was really cool. And then I, I'm such a nerd and, uh, well, stereotypical girl that I walked in. I was like, am I going to walk into my own rom-com here? <laughs> Hello, I'm single. Help me find someone. Is this a Hallmark New York. movie? Is this a Hallmark movie? Yeah, I, and you know, I am a reporter, or I was a reporter, so oh. I am. I do fit the profile of a Hallmark movie That's casting. Right. From, from a small town? From a small town, in New York City, <laughs> working journalist. <laughs> I, listen, I think that, why, why did your rom-com not happen? Well, I think it's me. I'm the problem. <laughs> it's me. <laughs> As Taylor, my 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 girl Taylor, so says, hi. <laughs> yes, uh, listen here, we are all the problem. Because <laughs> that's because the other part, of, other than playing the trombone in four bands, I'm also hot on the online dating scene, and it's rough out there. Thank God I'm married. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, never leave Andrea. <laughs> it's not yes. worth it. No, I uh, no, I've have like yourself. I have other friends that are also on the online dating scene and it sounds just miserable it's like you think you meet somebody nice and maybe i have maybe i have maybe it'll all work out we'll see but mostly it's like oh just don't send me a dick pic <laughs> yeah yeah that don't do that boys unless mm. it's solicited which is rarely well yeah i mean even then make it pretty 
You can't. I mean, you. There are ways. <laughs> dress it. Up. Dress it up. Put a hat on it. <laughs> uh, well, this is fun. Maybe we should wrap this episode. Oh my up, goodness! Yeah, we were almost at our thirty-minute mark. I mean, we, we've entered the realm of dick pics, so it's yeah, probably it's time. Probably to end. time to end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With, with you know, we aren't monetized on YouTube yet, but we we'd like to be monetized on YouTube at we some point. Ever. That that would be nice. But uh, yeah, let's wrap it up. So before we wrap it up, tell me where can folks find you on the intranet? Uh, well, you can find this podcast. You can look us up at, um, um, what is it called? <laughs> Welcome to episode one. <laughs> Kate and Isaiah living large. Yeah. Is it living large with Kate and Isaiah or is it Kate and Isaiah living large? I can't remember. Oh my goodness. It's Kate and Isaiah living large. We'll see the link. When It'll be attached when we'll, you know, we'll do things so you know what that is. And then personally, I'm on Twitter at the Caitlin Dean and on TikTok at Fat Caitlin. Awesome. And what about I, you, Isaiah? I am all over the intranet. Uh, I at Maritime Brews pretty much on all of the social medias, um, except Snapchat. I don't do the Snapchat stuff. <laughs> Um, that's only a place for dick pics <laughs> that is only <laughs> truth uh, uh yeah so you can find me at maritime brews on instagram tiktok twitter uh where else youtube and uh, who whatever all their social medias i could grab that name on uh i grabbed a whole bunch of names on that Awesome. Yeah. i just remember that my family will probably listen to this nobody's ever sent me a dick pic ever lies ever lies. it's gross and with that note, I feel like it is time to wrap this up. Thanks it so much for fun. watching and listening. Thanks, thanks guys. And uh, hope you watch the next episode. Hope we didn't scare anyone away. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, goodbye. <laughs>